Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Soul Glitch Podcast, the podcast where me and my co-host Naomi talk about things we thought we'd never have to say about black culture, black politics, and being black in America. You're currently listening to season one, episode one of the Soul Glitch Podcast entitled From Wakanda with Love. So listen while me and my co-host Naomi discuss everything from America's three major 2019 pageant winners, Lizzo's Thong, First Lady Kim Kardashian, T.I., Father of the Year, Silver Kanye versus Special Gold Edition canceled CeeLo Green. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And thank you again for listening. You know, we we don't talk 22 minutes just kicking the breeze. That's fine. We got to have filler. Yeah, we do. We got plenty of filler. I'm going to let you take the lead, though. I'm going to let you. Why I got to take the lead? No, I, you know, because <laughs> I haven't had time to really research, like, the first topic, which is the, the Miss Universe pageant. How, oh. How they, you know, black folk <laughs> is on the come up in the pageant scene. Yeah. Yeah, this whole black beauty standard is shifting. Really? Or the beauty standard in general, I think so. I mean, you have, you got a lot more mixed race couples. And we've talked about the whole dynamics between the difference between, you know, couples, mixed race couples where you have a white man and a black woman versus. The um, a white mother, white woman, and a black yeah. father, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, because, um, so I feel that when the mother's white, then mm-hmm. the, the child tends to be on the whiter side, yeah, because I mean, mom controls the culture, and then when the um, when the mother's black and mm-hmm. the father's white, you really can't. They, I think the children, to me, more likely than not, didn't the children just come out looking like light-skinned black girls, very light-skinned black girls. Oh, you're talking about like their as physical attributes, right? Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, with the mothers, if the mothers white, they'll tend to be on the Eurocentric-looking side, and then if the mm-hmm. fathers white and the mothers black, they just to me look like very light-skinned black girls. You really can't. When I think of the um, the mixed people in my life, mm-hmm. the ones where the father's white and the mother's black, they just look like light skinned black girls. Hmm. I'm thinking about the mixed folks in my family. Now that's not true with Barack Obama, though. But his yeah. father's very, very dark. Very, very dark. Yeah, I mean, any Nigerian? Yeah. So he's, yeah. I'm considered, and I don't even consider myself light skinned. I consider myself light brown. But yeah. Barack yeah. is definitely darker than I am. Mm-hmm. He is. So. He is. And you're saying, you, you think the standard is shifting toward black women? I do. Because look at, um, look at the, like the different, beauty techniques that are popular now you got your big booty lifts look at the kardashians i mean they irk my soul they They really do i'm so glad you said that i couldn't even describe how i felt about them but when you said they irk your soul (laughs) 
Oh my god. Even yes. Paris Hilton went somewhere and sat down after a while mm-hmm. and we forgot about her. Mm-hmm. But we're going over a decade and they will not Mm-mm. let the Kardashians see, go. Part of that is our fault though. Part of that is our fault because something I think it's this unspoken rule with other groups, right? What's that? That you know, if somebody tries to come in appropriate, yada 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 yada, mm-hmm. it's not tolerated. Right. Right. But when somebody does it with black culture, we always invite somebody to the damn cookout. Anybody can get in the damn cookout right, right now. And they they not even they're not even black. No. They don't have to be black. If you do if you can you can fart and the wind happened to blow it out of black folks' direction. And we want to get that person all of this street cred. Oh, invited to the cookout. You want us? Blah, 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 blah. It's okay. Flattery is, uh, you know, what is it? Imitation is the highest form of flattery. Mm-hmm. All the other kind of crap. No, we don't need to do that. We need to do the same thing that just recently happened with old girl, that little, you know, that little disrespectful teenage child. Uh, oh, gosh. She was on Dot Field. What is oh, that little child's talking name? About she was Puerto Rican. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Is that the one where she's like, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm not black? I thought that's what Cardi said. No, Cardi Cardi B, B, I think now she owns up to being a black woman. She just says that she is a black person who speaks Spanish. Yeah, so, that's like recently. I told you, somebody that was after some backlash because yeah. for a good minute, sis won't black, and she was talking shit about black people. Yeah, I think a PR firm, she got a good PR firm, and they really sat her down and and discussed the difference between race and ethnicity. And I saw an interview where she really broke it down the difference between race and ethnicity in a Cardi B way, but still, she managed for Cardi B to put together a coherent thought, and I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Well, I'm not impressed. I don't listen to her stuff anyway. No, this little uh, the how about that girl that cashed me outside, little girl. Oh yeah, yeah. This one, the one that was on Doctor Phil. Uh huh. So recently, from my understanding, and again, this is a 40 year old somebody trying to be relevant. But my understanding was that she got some box braids. Yeah. Or something. Right. And you know, people were, were questioning her. And some of the comments, they seriously weren't all, you know, bashing her. Someone was like, uh, your hair is not gonna be able to tolerate that like ours. You know, different grade of hair. And it's true. I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta have some, you know, the, the braids made for us, but especially with the extensions. And so instead of even listening. Uh-huh. To what anybody had to say, she was basically on some. Well, you talk about cultural appropriation, but black women been dyeing their hair and straightening their hair and doing all of this kind of stuff. And, and blonde, she brought it blonde. She clapped black. She back wore, with she, blonde. She, she clapped back with blonde. She um she was she was just talking reckless. And so sorry. that's when black women were like, "Okay, we gonna cancel her." The backlash hit that little girl so hard. She made a tweet. Something to the effect about her going back to Florida. <laughs> like she said, she was done with fame. She going back to Florida. Okay, bit bye. 
she said she was done with fame. She's like, whatever. That's what she said. Let me see if I can find this little girl on my Twitter. Yeah, she uh, <laughs> she funny to me. Um, so there's a term online called black fishing, where vloggers yeah. and all of those <laughs> beauty influencers are accused of pretending to be black. So if they got like a hint of of tan in them, uh huh. They'll uh, they'll do black hairstyles and cornrows, and even sometimes uh, when they take pictures, they'll Photoshop themselves um, to to be a little little bit darker mm-hmm. than they are to yeah. give this look. And some of them actually kind of sort of look black. That's why I'm like, wow. Yeah, black. We're in. We're trending. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> We're trending now, but I mean, you know, and I just found out today. In addition to the other four titles, Miss mm-hmm. Universe, Miss USA, Miss Teen, uh-huh. Miss World. So there's five. There's five black women. I think want to say Miss Jamaica, one black Miss World. Wow. But think about it though. Going back to what I was saying before, black women. Mm-hmm with white men mm-hmm. white men run these shows if they're trending towards black women who you think is going to be the standard of beauty now it- now I'm not saying it's a, it's 100% across the board because I think some of this is tribal too because you got the whole you know the whole a Republican Party just put Melania up on a pedestal when they was dogging out Michelle Obama. I know. I think right. some of this is political as well. So you got you know these liberal Democratic kind of situations going on where either they're seeing their hypocrisy mm-hmm. and they're trying to make up for it, or um, it's pandering. And see, that's the thing that I was I was worried about when it comes to us. All of a sudden, we getting our things. Mm-hmm. Is that I? You know, I don't want white people to be pandering to us and just giving us they stuff to shut pandering. us up. Hmm? They always pandering. Yeah, but I don't want to take nothing from these women either because, but they are beautiful. Oh, yeah. and highly yeah, intelligent. I, I, I love like, wow. this I was blown away. So they can't, you know, they can win without the pandering. But mm-hmm. sometimes I do get afraid that white people in in the climate that we're living in with Donald Trump and all of this, they were like, you know mm-hmm. what? And these cops shooting them. Every time they just like, yo, just, just let's just give it to them. Well, when has that not been the case, D? Yeah. <laughs> the only that, difference that, between the only difference between this 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 uh decade and the last decade in the eighties mm-hmm. is we got phones now. It's being recorded. It's the same thing. It's just being recorded. It hadn't changed. And we were talking about uh, what we were saying, um, black fishing. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently, yeah, get back to black fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So recently, um, you know, I, I you know I love the arts. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And I won't admit this. I do love the arts. Mess ballet. And okay. Theater and stuff. So I was a big fan of Misty Misty Copeland, the black mm-hmm. prima ballerina. Mm-hmm. And um, she's I was, oh, she's so fine. She's so fine. So I go to the theater in Chapel Hill because she had it was called Conversations with Misty Copeland. They were doing a series. She wasn't dancing, it was just conversation. And she came out okay. there 
and I looked at the picture and I looked at her and I looked at the picture and I looked at her. That child kind of white. <laughs> you know, I was like, she is. And when I look at the picture and I look at her, I was, mm, they bronzed her up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I want to take do. away from it because, you know, she's black. Mm-hmm. But there's a big, I'm not saying she's black fishing. She's not, but there's mm-hmm. a big difference in all these photos I see of her. And then when I saw her in person, I was like, yeah, I'm looking at her on Pinterest now. You're right. She she they bronze her up, and yeah, that's her in that purple mm-hmm. versus here. I don't know if you can tell the contrast, but yeah, is I see what you mean. And when I saw her, I'm like, geez, she is light. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So there's a conversation. And you probably don't really hear it that much. But there's a conversation concerning differentiating between those of people who are mixed Uh and those of us who aren't mixed. And I mean, a recent mix mixture, like maybe back to your grandparents. So the conversation goes a little something like this, right? We all know the one drop rule. Right. Okay. Brown drop paper black, bag you black. Rule, the cone rule, all of that. So the question becomes in this day and age where every well, I won't say everyone, where there's so much multiculturalism biologically and it's being accepted, what is wrong or is there anything wrong with differentiating between those of us who have a recent mixture in our ancestry, say a parent or a grandparent, acknowledging that okay they're they're black but they're also this other right and if they are this other should they be acknowledged as being biracial or black or whatever other thing they're mixed with um and this is why this is why this conversation came up initially so you have situations where you have a lot of black first right Mm mm-hmm when you look at those black first though mm-hmm. a lot of them are mixed and we're supposed to be happy with that like even down to beauty standards because mm-hmm. initially think about Miss Universe that just won sister girl is not only gorgeously chocolate right but she got that cute little natural face situation going on mm-hmm. so that's even pushing against more beauty standards within the black community because you know 10 years 5 years ago ain't no way Right. Mm. Even now, in an interview, she said her coaches kept pushing for her to put a wig on, and she refused. What? <laughs> I didn't read that. Honey, see, I like her. I like Miss Universe, Miss South uh, South Africa. Oh, I love her. Yeah, I, I hope she turned around and said, "I am South African." <laughs> Thank no! you. Like no, exactly. Okay. So in like, that, that conversation, jeez. In that conversation, it's like, okay, there is a beauty standard. There's 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 a beauty standard within the African American community. I can speak to that. Mm-hmm. Lighter you are, the more white features you are, narrower nose, mm-hmm. eyes, you know, those kind of kind of things, smaller lips, and longer hair, the prettier you're considered. 
but then we know that most of us are dark and in the dark darker end of that spectrum we you know what about us right so i feel like there's like the these two state there, there's the overall darker skin woman woman of color beauty standard that we're seeing mm-hmm. but there's also this push from girls like me that mm-hmm. are like mm, now we got our own standard too boo boo yeah and we're not you know because there's this magazine i haven't subscribed to i love the, the um creator potential link with the ddw no dds sorry fine dark skin mm-hmm. magazine i sent you a link to a couple weeks ago um and like at first glance you might think well damn why they got all these dark skin but did you know there are like whole websites for light-skinned women light-skinned mixed women promoting themselves and promoting light-skinned mixed babies whole websites whole cult followers just for light-skinned mixed babies have you ever heard of such like your face your face is telling me you had never heard of it or I am have, i reading you know, it wrong so i was on facebook and <laughs> some people were posted in their timelines that site i think you're talking about where it was j- dedicated to mixed babies and they mm-hmm. were like pretty little babies and i would see you know when you go to the site and it just had wall after wall a little light-skinned baby light-skinned and babies, the, the with babies light were eyes. pretty but they are it's just that the people who were posting it, they're all 100% black. Exactly. Are, That's the thing. And I'm, and they're women. Yes. And I, but I, you know, a lot of men got that same issue. I, you know, they do. Rappers talk about it all the time. They don't want no nappy headed little girls. Yeah. They talk oh, yeah, about they, the crap all, the, all time. the time. And I, I, I was somewhere and I heard, I heard this black person say this, and it gave me a migraine headache. Like, you know, uh, you know, they were referring to another couple like, yeah, yeah, she's white, he's black. And she said, oh, they're going to have some pretty babies. A pretty ch- Ooh, I just want to punch them in the throat when they say that. Like, big, really? Really? Honey. Mm. Let me sip on this tea. Lord, have I'm not even dark skinned, but that even hurts my mm-hmm. nerves. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I just sit over there and in my mind I sing the song We Shall Overcome One Day. No, we not. No, we not. In we ain't overcame by no. I no. Do believe no. we should be realistic. Be. If we if we ain't overcame right now. The colorism will fall from Lord just because You know when mixed. it's gonna stop. You know when the colorism gonna stop. When? No, I'm not. I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say. I'm gonna be quiet. My little my militancy was coming out. I, okay. I don't. I don't want to okay. put that. No, I'm gonna be quiet. Okay. Me simmer it back now. My heart. I do believe, Lord. <laughs> How long? Not long. <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet. Why they gonna have pretty? Yes, child. Yes, child. And mm. I was somewhere, and um. There was a black lady. She was, I thought she was cute. She had like locks and they were beautiful. And this lady came in. She was definitely, she she was, she was mixed. 
Mm-hmm. And she was just fawning over this mixed lady's hair. Mm-hmm. So your hair mm-hmm. is so beautiful and da 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 da. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you think that other lady turned and said, oh, your hair is so beautiful? No. Nope. Didn't part her lips. Wouldn't say a word. But see, you know what? <laughs> I get the most compliments mm-hmm. from white men over my hair. White women. They don't understand it, but mm-hmm. they still genuine compliments. Um black people didn't start complimenting it until it hit a certain length. And then, oh, how long have you had them? Oh, they're so pretty. This, this, that, the third. Or ever so often a little shady comment. Mm, I got the name of a loctician because I don't twist mine. I freeform. Oh, okay. And they were like, because oh, like, that root looked a little nappy. And they were look, like, look, hey. look, look, look. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, but you know what? My edges are real thick. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I don't blame you because uh, I seen somebody who got theirs always tight and always kept theirs mm-hmm. and then thinned them out. And yeah. they eventually broke off because, yeah, mm-hmm. so... I don't blame yep. you for doing that. And I think that happened to Wayne. I think that I think the locks. I don't. If even you don't think, stop, if you don't stop dropping names, <laughs> Little Wayne. Oh, you're talking about Little Wayne. Okay, Little Wayne. No, no, not Ooh. Wayne. Little Wayne. <laughs> Little Wayne's lock. I don't even think his is real. They might not ever be. They maybe not be. Because I think his. Because if you look, you can see alopecia. If you look real closely, not that you can bear to look that close. Yeah, cause he's. I'm sorry, that, that baby. He looked like a grin. That's an ugly little boy. Lord have mercy, that's an ugly little boy. I, I saw him and I was like, How old is he? I said, nobody pour water on Wayne. He's gonna start the most. Shut up! Oh my gosh, I feel like I saw a meme or something like that. How old is little Wayne? Don't feed him after midnight. <laughs> I'm going to trip out if he end up being like our age. No, Wayne is younger than us. I bet you he Wayne... He's 37 years old. Well, yeah, I would say he he's a little 37. bit younger. Yeah. He too old to be looking like that and acting like that. That don't make no damn sense. You know it don't. That don't make no damn sense. All that scissor and alcohol and no telling. That don't make no sense. What, whatever no. else. It, that don't make no sense. He's another colorist. What he's like, I like him pretty red bone, something, something mm-hmm. filet mignon. I'm like, and he again, is colorist for real. And I was like, people, if you're gonna cancel people, I forgot that lyric, but Little Wayne pretty much just paid homage to just light skin, yeah. happy women, and was like, to hell with y'all darkest. But I mean, I've been, I've been, you know, the, you the only reason that I watch anything now. You between you and my sister, y'all got to pre-watch it. And then you know I'm gonna just come in pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's always something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, don't, I can't I only watch HBO because of the quality of shows. And you know, I was in the beginning I was a big fan of reality TV shows. And oh, I hate like the real world when it first with Puck and Heather oh, B going all the way back all the yes. way back that I was do good like, I do and remember that when they they changed and went all and they mutated and we got Jersey Shore oh my and oh god 
I have not watched. I don't know how many housewives there are. I haven't watched any of them. Um, well, housewives, what's the other one? Housewives of Atlanta was good in the beginning. Uh-huh. And uh, it was really good in the beginning, and then it just mm-hmm. mutated. It's like the show's mutated, and they go left. And basketball wives, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't watch that show I because don't... ratchetness gives me a headache. And I tried my best to watch that show, but five minutes in, uh, I, I got a migraine that ran down the left side of my head all the way to my tailbone I was like I can't see what happened when you avoid foolishness you automatically gain peace It that that was chaos it looked chaotic in the previews chaos wasn't even the word and then mess. we got so explain uh what's it these shows these little drama shows power I don't watch power I have not watched what's power what's that other one um uh, power um, I don't even I don't watch those shows everybody's like you need to watch power you need to watch watch it It, no I'm good and Mm -hmm. I'm like yeah I'm I'm gonna eventually watch it because everybody's like man power is so good you need to watch it Mm -hmm. and they were like it it's as good as the wire and I was like "Mm." you know I didn't watch the wire either my husband keeps telling me I need to go ahead and just he he was like I really need to watch it he's like wire hey you really would like it Really? Is that it on is, HBO? It is good. The characters, the acting, and so you get the perspective of you get the perspectives from all the way down to the low bottom dope fiend, the okay. corner boys. The, you get the life of the low bottom dope fiends, the mm-hmm. the bottom of the run corner boys, the dynamic between the corner boys. You get mm-hmm. the you get a good portrayal of the life of the police. Who are mm-hmm. <clears throat> whose job it is to go after mm-hmm. all of them? You get the life of the drug kingpin, a great backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, you get great characters like okay. Omar, who robs drug dealers for a living. He's not quite. Oh, okay. He's not quite good. Not quite mm-hmm. bad. He's like a hood, ro- hood Robin Hood. Could've, could've. Um, the mothers <laughs> of these mm-hmm. children and these kingpins. Then you mm-hmm. get perspective of the police chiefs um mm-hmm. and then you get the politics of it from the mayor's office and stuff it's okay. really really good okay all season I may, and uh, it looks like it's on hbo so i may check that out the wire is okay. really really good and because i tried uh what's his name game of thrones after watching Watchmen. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, couldn't 20 get 20 minutes in my brain was just no i really I wasn't into thrones later. at first but over time mm-hmm. I grew and whenever uh dragons and dire wolves jumped out I was like you know what you know what I can't watch this but, but see, I kept, I like I kept it fantasy. I kept it going but it's okay. really good though and then okay. by the time by the time I kept it going maybe like the second season I was invested in it HBO shows okay. are so good that over the years you in this show and you're so into it and then it, all of a sudden it's over and it's like a relationship. You're like, I don't even remember what I used to do. I before. felt like that with Lost and um oh, what was that other one? Ooh, I can't think of the name. It'll come back to me. I felt like that with Lost though. I was really sad when Lost ended. You know, I never seen Lost. 
nasty. I, I've never seen Lost, and I heard it was good. I'm gonna watch that. I, I you know, I gotta go back. And there's a lot of I've never seen Friends. And Friends started pissing me off. I was like, I just rather watch uh, Living Single. And then with Friends, somebody on the internet took the laugh track out of Friends, and then got it where you can watch it without the laugh track. It's horrible. <laughs> without the laugh track you're like what in the world if it wasn't for the laugh track you would know when the laugh it was horrible i was like oh gosh Go, I, I, I gotta get see you link friends without the laugh track <laughs> and okay. it is horrible okay okay one more thing to get back on uh this thing about colorism i'm in walmart and walmart uh-huh. is bad for this they have these advertisements and these pictures of these ladies and these little babies. I don't even know what color these people are. Mm-mm. They are so right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, they look like unbaked people. Yes. Like, they, like they were in the oven. It's like that, that mm-hmm. biscuit when you go to Bojangles. Mm-hmm. And it ain't quite brown. Look, talking about Bojangles. Okay. That's how I like my biscuits now. So. But I think America, I really think the culture in America is going to go towards like what happened with Puerto Ricans. Like Puerto Rican is not a plate. I mean, it's you have Puerto Rico, but Puerto Ricans are a mixture of native, African, and um, Spaniards, Spanish. right? Uh-huh. So I think that's the trend that America, I think honestly, think in 100 years, it ain't going to be, you know, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever. It's just going to be. Americanos. Do you think we're gonna in the future everybody's gonna look like those people at Walmart on the yes. Walmart advertising? Yes. You really can't tell. I'm looking at them. No. I'm like, what are they? Mm-mm. And them little they, babies. They Dude. are American. They're Americanos. I saw a movie like that one time. Mm-hmm. And if you looked at the Matrix when they got the Zion, mm-hmm. all of them were like mixed. Yes. That's what's gonna happen nice well one time I did I you know how you make a dumb tweet and you don't think about it what you say I made the dumbest tweet and I, <laughs> I had and somebody checked me on it bad oh I said you know I, I think you know something had happened and I was like oh my gosh when is this police brutality and this racism ever gonna end and I said I'm all for interracial dating because I said maybe if we do it enough that in the future everybody just going to be beige and then they got to find something else to discriminate for and I think somebody subtweeted me said that is the dumbest thing I ever heard I'm so glad they called you out on it and when I, I was looked about at to it, see when is the next flight I can get back over there to you when I looked at it I say you right that was dumb but you know when I say something like that I don't even delete it because I was like you know that, I'm gonna just let it stay up there you just gonna let it stand yeah <laughs> I ain't gonna let it stand I let it stand for the reason is to just show yeah I say some dumb things that's a dumb thing I was like maybe <laughs> we gonna get to the point jeez mm-hmm. I, I was like, man, oh gosh, this racism. Mm-hmm. Let me man. close this one. It's, it's, uh, oh, well, I mean, you know, my thinking goes in a completely different direction, but you know, I just, uh-uh. 
So, um, I know you seen. Well, you 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 sent it to me, and I had saw it, and I was like, oh, this has got to go on the podcast. And I know it's old now, but um, your girl Lizzo. (laughs) Did you see it? I did. I did. Mm. I did. Everybody, everybody's talking about this girl. I hope this podcast audience one day is as strong as her knees. (sighs) Stop it. Leave. leave She brought it low and came back up with it. I was like, whoa. Look. She got hydraulic knees. You know what? (sighs) Come on. See, I feel some kind of way. Because, like I told you earlier, I was one of those that's like, sis, come on, what right. you doing? Until I saw what everybody was saying about her on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to give constructive criticism, mm-hmm. but you ain't got to be a jackass. Mm-hmm. Who? What was that wrestler everybody comparing her to? Oh, uh, <laughs> Compare that girl to a wrestler. Yeah. Uh and just all kinds of foolishness. I'm like, look, I can talk for black folks. hmm As a black woman. hmm Growing up in a black household. hmm I've seen worse. Because people, and that was my thing with people. Oh, but there were children there and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unless you one of these so-called little perfect parents that keep your child sheltered from everything. It was a but. I see worse when I honestly, that was I see worse. But. That was- <laughs> no, see, there you go. There you go. Okay, I'm going to say this that about was- Lizzo. I'm going to tell you this about Lizzo, though. What? Um I slept on Lizzo. When this happened, I went to my Spotify mm-hmm. and I put Lizzo on. And when I say mm-hmm. my Spotify did not change from, you know how on Spotify they got this is Lizzo and whatever mm-hmm. artist is like this is. And when mm-hmm. I say I did not skip one song, this girl no. is hot. She is. She is talented. She is like the second coming of Missy Elliott with snacks. Exactly. She, oh my gosh! And exactly. then I'm listening to the songs, and I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the songs I had heard, but I didn't know it was her. Like, you yeah. know, I was in the strip club. Her excuse me, and I did not know that was Lizzo. I'm like, oh, she got some of my favorite strip clubs. I'm, 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 I'm gonna need you to get up out of strip club. Okay, okay. But I'm just saying, some of my favorite mm-hmm. bangers I did not know was Lizzo. Mm-hmm. I slept on her. Lizzo been around for a good while. Yeah. Yeah, and this is her year, man. Like, even though this happened, you know, she's going to be getting a feature in Playboy. See, this ain't a thing. This ain't a, even though this happened. This is Lizzo. Like, when she was on some music award Mm -hmm. show, something, the girl was basically doing the same thing. Honestly, it won't nothing, no different than eight inches across her behind out different. And she was up there on stage with her other big booty dancers at this mm-hmm. award show. Everybody was loving it. So okay. I, didn't, I didn't notice like she did this because supposedly because the Lakers were playing the Minnesota mm-hmm. Timberwolves. 
mm-hmm. and she's lived in Minnesota and she paid homage to her mentor Prince mm-hmm. who also wore the assed out pants to the VMAs yes but and that people was ran to the, on Prince too that was the VMAs you know everybody what wears what difference does it make Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Maybe because I am as sheltered mm-hmm. as I am. Ass out pants, nipples showing, bellies out, mm-hmm. pants cut up all up and down your legs, men in these little tight pants and everything showing all the little packages and situations right. in public. Uh 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 uh. No. Let me, if let me, they don't get a pass, Lizzo don't get one in my book. Let me read you some of the comments I saw. And this is from Pat D85. I can't even mm-hmm. hide my whiteness behind this anonymous name. Um, <laughs> looking at that, WTF <sighs> girl. I know you're bold and beautiful, but there's a limit. We white no. people can take a booty to the face, but hygiene mm-hmm. is one of our kryptonites. Yes, we have multiple. And here sitting, uh, here sitting on that seat, mm-hmm. hurt my soul. And see, that's my only issue with it, baby. Where was your Clorox wipes? But that's it. Mm-hmm. Considering the, considering the world and what I see when I go out in it, Chaplin, she just fitting in. The Damn only it. the only issue is she's bigger. Right. Everybody keep talking about carefree black girls. Okay, she carefree. There was somebody in a body stocking, a fish, a white girl in a fishnet body stocking, not that long ago. It didn't blow up like this. Feminist on fire. So mm-hmm. feminist on fire says Mm-mm. there's body positive, and then there's just ridiculousness. There's Mm-mm. fat acceptance, and then there's um, proportionary. What I can't. What did she say? Proportion, probably proportionate. At any size, this ensemble was completely inappropriate for the venue. Oh Lord! She was not on the stage. She should have been ticketed for indecent exposure. This is feminist on fire. And then Ninja Assassin. Oh wow! Wow! That was her backdrop at the MTV thing. She was just working her backdrop out. There it is. Ninja Bam. Ninja Assassin says, uh, this mm-hmm. is embodied positive. This feels like somebody starving for validation and willing to mm-hmm. circus sideshow herself to get it. Mm-mm. This I'll just agree makes with that me, to a point. She said, This just makes me sad. Somebody has to tell to her you don't have to be on all the time. Just wear regular clothes and enjoy the game. Now, that being said. When I look at Rihanna at the game on courtside and Beyonce, I could think of time. You know, I've never seen them like when I see Beyonce. I saw her at a Laker game, and she looked like she was a normal girl that went to a, the college with me. She had on jeans, had on a sweat. Rihanna mm-hmm. was the same way, just over there. Not the in chilling. all of them. Not but, in all of them. Somebody pulled a. Uh, Somebody pulled a picture and I should have I should have held on to this. It was her in these ripped up jean shorts and a top. She didn't have on a bra and her belly was out and it was like her top was sliced up down the side. Mm-hmm. And it looked like if she wasn't at a game, like she was at a similar type of venue. She mm-hmm. wasn't on stage. 
her her part of her little booty sheet was hanging out but the difference was it was little now i agree with that last tweet there's some kind of validation issue going on mm-hmm. but that's for all them little half naked girls that's on um instagram them little instagram models too you see the same thing going on you think she's she doesn't seem like a type of person and listening to all her songs that is one confident girl like all her songs are like you can be confident nobody's 100 percent confident she's like i feel myself yeah but everybody's not 100 percent confident so there could be something there said, i'm not up saying in the morning look in the mirror and said oh my god it's me yes I will right, shoot on my morning playlist I love me some Lizzo which is probably part of the reason why I'm just like look y'all gonna leave Lizzo the hell alone I ain't Dog gonna lie God. I was in the shower like oh yes excuse me there you go I like her energy so, her energy yes. man her music makes me feel like make me feel confident mm-hmm. I'm like she I like her man I, I like her so she's getting a feature in Playboy she has a cosmetic campaign okay, cool. coming out. She's graced the cover of British Vogue. Uh, mm-hmm. she, uh, recently, the cover of Time Magazine. Mm-hmm. And somebody told me she recreated the Titanic's iconic nude pose. I haven't okay. seen that. And uh, see. she's Apple's breakthrough artist of the year. Mm-hmm. So she's. She's she's doing big thing, and I think uh, another NBA team, the cheerleaders, invited her. They did, and I was like, so you know, she put out this uh, response on uh, YouTube. Oh, that was painful to watch. It was painful to watch. I was was more irritated. Sorry, not sorry. Basically, yeah. Here goes some of the Titanic scene video uh, clips. Oh. And honestly, she looked like every other black mama. She looked like every other overweight black woman. And she just got her hair long and draping. If she was 150 pounds lighter, even 100 pounds lighter, nobody would have said a damn thing. Yeah. That's what gets me about this. If, if this had been, as long as she is covered up in ruffles Mm -hmm. making her little sarcastic little things it's fine big large dark skinned black women can be comedians but they can only be sex symbols in private and she's not going for that that's why I like her because obviously we you know big big larger dark skinned black women or somebody sex something because it's some little ones they don't get pregnant by themselves. Um, even 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 if she, even small people like I remember when Molly Cyrus, oh, what that thing was seared into my consciousness for a long time. Every time I saw chicken or turkey butt on the table, <laughs> I literally I'm not lying. <laughs> In the front of it, Molly Cyrus's oh. face would appear, and then my it, the chicken would like twerk a little bit, and I'm like, "Oh God, oh my!" God. I mean, seriously, when this happened, I was like, "Oh my God!" Oh gosh, you know, I never made that connection, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I, she I mean, did. it really looked like a chicken butt. I was like, "Oh my God!" 
And even that, so if I saw that at a game, even though she's small, I would have been like, yo. And I, and I told you that, um, remember I told you, uh, I was telling that uh, uh, Azalea Banks called her a millennial mammy. But see, with Azalea Banks, I think that, that, came, that came from a sunken place. Mm. And I think that was jealousy mm-hmm. because I've heard Azalea Banks mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. and Azalea Banks is no. Mm. I put it like this: Lizzo has more talent in her left pinky mm-hmm. than Azalea Banks has in her whole career till now. You I believe that little girl. Azalea though. Banks with the best producer, mm-hmm. and she still mm-hmm. wouldn't come up to mm-hmm. Lizzo's level. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you how little, how little consequence she is. I had to look her ass up mm-hmm. to get a face to go with her name. Cause right, I mean she, eh, she yeah, she's one of them. She's like um, she had minor hits, but n- nothing major. And she mm-hmm. says I understand the whole body positive thing, but if there were, uh, but. If it were that the most vulgar bits of it wouldn't be broadcast like that, uh, imagine the rest of the world. What the rest of the world thinks when they see Lizzo jumping around and leotards with cellulite. Nobody says body. Nobody says body positive. She looks like she's making a fool of herself. Uh, you know, she's you no. Know, she basically says she looks like she's making a fool of her black self mm. for the white American public. Mm. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm. So let's look at some images of Miss Azealia Banks since uh, we make her tweet though. She uses the word disgusting several times. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, wow. Yeah, she got it. She have problems with women with uh, curves. That's that. That's her issue. She says uh, they're really choosing the worst of the black women mm. to crop to advertise to America with I guess mm. they saw us I guess she's referring to them herself moving too fast with it because if you mm-hmm. real, uh, mm-hmm. if you realize after Beyonce became political in ways they didn't like the elite stopped giving her that top spot and they started cycling through the lessers so she's calling Lizzo a lesser Giving them Beyonce level accolades. White, um, both being nowhere near the level of black female excellence that she is. Mm, mm, mm. See, she, from from what I've just gotten from this quick little uh, Mm -hmm. Google search on her, she sounds like someone who's trying to make herself relevant. Yeah. By traction other people. Now, granted, I'm not a Cardi B fan. Never have been. But apparently she was shading Cardi B. Yeah, she went in on Cardi B. She called her illiterate. <laughs> well, <laughs> mm. oh. I'm not gonna go there, but um, yeah. But this is a picture. Of, this is a picture I found of Azealia Banks. Now, who looked more like a damn fool? She, she, um, she usually stays in shape, though. It, that, that, see, that's going back to the whole overweight thing shouldn't matter it honestly shouldn't matter 
Okay. I mean, I'm looking at her in this green outfit with green horns or something coming off her thighs. I don't know what's supposed to be going on here. But remember she got into it with Russell Crowe and Russell Crowe supposedly smacked the hell out of her. Mm. I ain't saying he should have hit her. And I'ma leave it there. But y'all know how the rest of that go. But yeah, I don't know this little girl. And she does look like, I mean, she's obviously younger than us, but. Yeah, I told you, she, you know, that came from a sunken place. Mm-hmm. Definitely. She, she guzzling that tea. So I was like, wow, but I'm a, ooh. Mm-hmm. But, ooh, she really, mm-hmm. ooh, man, millennial mammy. I told you, man. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. too many. To call somebody a mammy, it's not too many insults mm-hmm. worse than that mm-hmm. if, mm. mm-hmm. yeah if I was yeah. Lizzo the next time I saw her I'd, I'd, we'd, we'd have a talk yep yeah, we, we'd have a talk yeah we'd, we'd, we'd have you call a me a mammy a millennial mm-hmm. mammy I got your mammy <laughs> yeah I got your mammy so yeah it's a mm-mm. and this is part of the reason why I just really I leave a lot of stuff alone between you my sister and Chrissy on YouTube which I love mm-hmm. Chrissy oh my gosh I love Chrissy Um, I really don't pay much attention to all of this stuff you know, and you know, in 2016, uh, Azalea Banks took the, took to Twitter to express her endorsement of Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign. Boy, shut up! That, see, okay. I want to make a rule. Can we make a rule? Mm-hmm. This, this is a standard. Okay, this okay. is a soul glitch standard. Okay, soul glitch standard. If they endorse that fool, we don't talk. Don't need no, no. But that's we just be like, well, Trump supporter of Azealia. Okay, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, we. It's done. You know what? When somebody says something really stupid, and then somebody (laughs) says, you know, they endorse Donald Trump. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like I be mad at them, and I'm like, I can't believe they said something so stupid. You know, they endorse. I believe it. Oh, okay. And then I can walk away. I'm not even mad at him anymore. No, bless their little hearts. Yeah. You know what that means. But you know we got to oh. talk about Kanye though. Silver Kanye. Somebody on Twitter says Silver oh, Kanye. Gosh. Silver Kanye should fight Gold Gnarls Barkley. Yes, 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 yes. Oh God, no! I saw the one with CeeLo Green. Yeah, CeeLo Green. Yeah, CeeLo okay, Green. Gnarls okay. Barkley, the same person. <laughs> Same person. Okay. Okay. Yes. That's hilarious. I agree. They I agree. I will like pay to see Christmas that fight. <laughs> but you know what? I like CeeLo though. I but didn't he get canceled? He did something and got canceled, right? I don't know. We canceled him for some reason. Why did we cancel? We canceled CeeLo. You know, F U is on my well, it's on my playlist. You know what? Uh we canceled so many people, I can't keep I can't keep up with why we canceled him, but we canceled him for some reason. 
CeeLo Green. Why did we cancel CeeLo? Not CeeLo. What that fool do? He did something. Huh. He said something. Maybe he grabbed Ooh. the booty or something. I don't. I don't know. He did something. We canceled him. <gasps> Over Twitter rape comments. Oh, Lolo, what you man. do, see Lolo? See that Twitter. That public criticism is massive. This comes off of Variety.com from. You know, I'm late as usual. This is from 2014. Okay, twenty. Uh, public criticism is mounting against uh, singer actor CeeLo Green, a former judge on NBC's The Voice, who was the center of recent TBS of a recent TBS reality series after controversial statements he made on Twitter during the weekend regarding the nature of rape. The tweets, now deleted from the account, asserted that women can only be raped if they are conscious, and compared rape to a home invasion green faced allegations of sexual assault in 2012 and on august 29th pleaded no contest in la to a drug charge oh yeah i I knew we canceled him for some reason he said if someone is passed out siri i am not talking to you if someone is passed out siri just popped up my phone um, they are not even with you consciously. What? So with implies consent. He was high. He was high. People who have really been raped remember. He was high. He did. He, he but did you know what? You know what though? There are some married men who think it's okay to just slip the D to their wife when they sleep. Really? Mm-hmm. I've read posts about it in some of these marriage groups. And it's like you would be surprised at how many men try to defend that. And I think that I will slit your throat if I wake up mm. and some situation is going on. I bet you would too. You know I sleep with stuff. I have an arsenal in my bed. Man, that that's really sucked. Especially yeah. if you get like you the dude and you, you get almost there and you wake up and you stab somebody like ah! No. Imagine being the woman and you sleeping in this what you assume to be the safety of your bed. And your husband done got up in there. You don't know what the hell is going on. You could be having a nightmare. All kinds of foolishness could be going on in your head. I had a roommate. And he down there trying to get off. That's some that's trifling as hell. I had a female roommate. And um I, I usually have uh, this rule that uh you know when I have female roommates, it's hands off because I've learned that if it goes beyond roommates, she ain't paying oh, yeah. rent. She ain't gonna pay rent. You can just forget getting half the rent. And she shouldn't have to. Yeah, she shouldn't have to. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. She shouldn't have to pay rent after that time because then that's 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 living girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So one night I'm in bed and I'm like, you know how you're having a weird dream and I'm like, what is going on? Like, I you know how you having like sex dreams or whatnot, whatever. I wake up at next morning. I'm like, yo. Had the wildest dream. She like, yeah, I know, cause 
I went back then and I was like and I was like what <laughs> what now that's wrong that was wrong she was like yeah I guess she, she was, was wrong for that I was, she was like I didn't even say nothing because I was like you know and I'm thinking to myself in certain circles uh, that's wrong. That oh, sir, sir, oh, that would have been awesome. Some guys would have loved that. Yeah, but I, it's just the fact that you just slipped in there in the middle of the night. Cause yeah, I, was, I thought I was dreaming. That's that would be yeah. I can't. Mm-mm. Now I will say this: if there's an uh, an aforementioned rule that that person is okay with that, if you have voice to your spouse, oh yeah, I'm fine with that. Oh, uh, your boy, uh, T.I. That pastor. <laughs> Did you hear the interview? With the, the red table? Uh, no, I'm going to um, play it for you. Here it goes. Okay. See. All right, let's see. Which one of these is T.I.'s? I think it's... The sex talk with your daughters. Have I? We go. <laughs> Which, by the way, your daughters are so beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful. So, um, so much. I'm sure I mean, you have her hands full. And, like, yeah, that one's absolutely. 18, so she definitely knows oh, about sex. See, but this is wait, it's Deja, right? She's 18, yes, right? Deja's yes, Deja's 18, just graduated high school now, and she's uh, attending her first year of, of college, Ooh. figuring it out for herself. Uh, and, yes, not only have we had the conversation. Oh. We have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her height. Oh. You, hey, <laughs> I'm done with you right now. So, you know, you uh, do you go with her? She's a prisoner. Yes, I, yes, I go with her. Somebody check on Deja. I go with her. She's a prisoner. Girl. So let me tell you, right? So, so this is one time oh, we no. go. I think this might have been after her 16th birthday, and this is what we do. Like, you know, right after the birthday, we celebrate. And, we go and check know, her hymen after. Then, <laughs> what the fuck? You know, usually like the day after the party, she's enjoying her gifts. I put a sticky note on the door. Gino. <laughs> Tomorrow, 930. Oh, this is great. <laughs> and so, so look, right? So we'll go, you know what I mean? We'll go and... And uh, we sit down, we'll sit down, and then the doctor will come and talk. And, you know, the doctor is maintaining a high level of professionalism. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you know, sir, I have to, you know, in order for me to share information. I say, Deja, they want you to sign this. <laughs> they want you to sign, sign this. right now. I need to know if your hymen's still there. So we can uh, share information. Do you have anything? <laughs> is there anything that you would not want me to know? Oh, okay. See, Doc, ain't no problem. You are the worst. And so, <laughs> and so then, right? Then they come and say, okay, uh, well, I just want I just want you to know that there are other ways besides sex that the hymen can be broken. Right. Like bike riding. Uh-huh. Really? Athletics. Horseback riding. That's aggressive. Um, <laughs> that is aggressive and, riding. You know, just <laughs> other other forms of, of athletic physical activity. Is she an athlete? Can no. Oh, so, so, there you so go. I say, You're like, Sorry, I doctor, say, look, I say, look, doc. I say, look, doc. She's not. She don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bike. She don't play no sports, man. Just check the hymen, please. Mmm. Mmm. You know he got his own podcast 
with his mm-hmm. wife. So I'm gonna play you a clip from his podcast expeditiously and listen to what Tiny tells him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> that's, I mean, I guess that, that's, that's, that's some kind of payback. What you mean? That's what that's what dads do. They get payback for doing the same type of. They get payback for doing the kind kind of things that they do to women when their daughters grow up. It's like a listen to life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like yeah. Mhm. So I gotta say this because nothing against Tiny. I just cannot take her voice, uh, Lord have You see why the clip was short. Oh my gosh, I cannot take her voice. Bless her heart. She seems to be a sweet woman. Um, first of all, he was a bastard for telling this little girl business on radio. On radio, well, opening her still. up, opening her up to all kinds of bullying, all kinds of foolishness, like. I, I saw somewhere where people were like offering to take her virginity to pay her millions of dollars for her virginity. Like they he opened man. her up. I get that, but on a person to person level, to have somebody in your inbox talking about I heard your daddy talking about the fact that your hymen is still intact. I pay you. Like what? That was some bullshit. He ain't had no business telling that girl business like that. That was trifling. And he was not being a good father. Yeah. That, now that. he crazy as he, like I'm. But but look at the parenting though. Him and Tiny they they talk mm. about how they have threesomes to keep their marriage interesting. Yeah, they do uh-uh. that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. She do that for him. And I want to say, remember one time they didn't they get in trouble when he was in prison, and uh, she tried to give him a little something extra when she came to see him. It's the money. It's the money. Because he ignorant enough. Can you imagine? First of all, Tiny older than him. Yeah. She was in escape. Yes. Tiny is older than him. Mm-hmm. This whole keeping it interesting. If she was five to ten years younger than him, she wouldn't have to keep it interesting. And she would be the prize. She gotta she gotta keep herself interesting for him. Also, too, can you imagine how T.I. W- would act the hell up if she ever left him? Yeah, they they had that brief separation, I mm-hmm. want to say. He kind of cut the fool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, mm-hmm. she, and I feel bad for her because even when she was in Escape, she loved that man. That's her. She held him Again. down for... See, that's why you don't hold a man down. <laughs> that's <laughs> why you don't hold that. You don't do that. You don't hold a man down. A man gotta come correct with his already. You don't hold them down. That's mothering them. They want you to be like that when they're young and they ain't got there, but then when they get there, they want you to sit back and let them leave. Bitch, how i let boy, don't get me going down that route. Get that procedure no. done where they operate on your eyes to change your eye color yeah <laughs> and then the daughter wanted it done and it almost drove her blind oh wow I think I don't wanna, oh no yeah I don't want to put tiny tiny yeah I want to yeah. say they had a, that procedure where they punctured mm-hmm. the eye and put 
Child, she went to Africa to change her eye color from brown to light gray. And then her daughter tried to have the same procedure done, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> and had complications. <laughs> oh, Father, keep me. This foolishness that people do. Just to change your eyes to, mm. to light gray. You know. Tiny Harris's daughter regrets and reverses mm-hmm. eye color surgery. I think we went to the same one. Talking about it wasn't the best decision. Really? Your mama should have done it neither. Mm-hmm. Maybe instead of checking her hymen, T.I. should have been checking her eye color. First of all, if they won't do the surgery in the U.S., there's a good reason uh, they don't want to do this surgery. That might not I don't be the know. See, I don't, that would be my standard. Mm. But yeah, that's crazy. So, so she can say goodbye to color contacts. Goodbye. Is it that serious? Yeah. There we go again with these folks. <laughs> Look at the picture of a blonde here. Uh huh. <laughs> now you know you're gonna get those it's like well you know black people got blonde hair i just leave that topic alone honestly As she you know. kind of sort of looks like um uh what's the name of the lady from uh from um logan logan browning from um mm-hmm uh, dear white people. Oh, okay, gotcha. You see that one picture? She mm-hmm. kind of sort of looks she like. She does her. look like her. She does. I yeah. seen this movie on Netflix. It's like an older version of 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 Logan Browning. Yeah. I seen this picture, this movie on Netflix with Allison Williams. Mm-hmm. She, Allison Williams. I don't know what she's doing now. She made uh, Get Out, and then mm-hmm. she does made this horror movie with Logan Browning. Mm-hmm. On Netflix, The Perfection mm-hmm. or something like that. And okay, I saw movie that. I saw the um me out. How so? The, she cut the girl's hand off. Shut up. She seduced her, drugged uh-huh. her, and then cut her hand off so she couldn't play the cello. You? I thought you saw the movie. No, I saw it on my Netflix. Oh, um, I thought it. you watch it. I was like, Allison okay. William is always she's gonna be that girl now in these flicks where the black folk don't make it out <laughs> when they're in there with Allison Williams. Oh well. <laughs> okay. I like yeah, Allison Williams. She's a great actress too. You ever watch <laughs> HBO Girls? Mm-mm. That show is hilarious. Mm-mm. It's like uh, Sex in the City with younger girls. Okay. And uh, okay. what's the name? Um, uh, it, it's real good. You gotta watch it. It says Lena Dunham, Allison Williams. She is Adam Driver, talented writer. She write, wrote, and produced the whole show. And then it's really, it will have you crying, laughing. Okay. Okay. And Allison Girls. Williams is one of the central characters. I really okay. like the show. Okay, I'll check it out. Because, you know, I'm just now getting back into HBO because 
we stopped when our daughter we had our daughter we cut all of that crap out i was like we got diapers to pay for yeah so uh but i I thought that show was really nice and i watched it some of the episodes uh oh man some of those episodes were hilarious and uh (laughs) if you think uh lizzo loves to show it really look at lena dunham and okay. she's even thin Lena Dunham has she's thinned down a little bit but in mm-hmm. the early shows she do not mind she's a little thick okay. she does not mind not only full frontal just 360 degree nudity alrighty then yeah okay. she give okay. it to you you might see an episode open credit is just bam okay you're like whoa mm-mm she oh, I just hit. She will give you the goods. So beware. You okay. gonna see? You gonna see? You gonna, gonna see, see all, all of her? She gives it all. To show. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Hmm. So it, it's okay. hilarious. I think it's a great show. Well written. And mm-hmm. um, she made this movie that I like, Tiny Furniture or something like that. That I think. Um, Tiny Furniture. <laughs> it was pretty. It's, I think it was Tiny Furniture, but it was really good. I have to put that on there because I started watching Little or Big, the one with Issa Rae. Issa, yeah, yeah. Issa, yeah. I started watching that. I was watching that when you called me the very I first time today. She is. I like her. I think she's very pretty. Um, I was watching her show on HBO for a little while. Mm-hmm. And it kind of went a little left. I don't like it too much. Mm-hmm. Okay. I liked her web series. I used to watch that. So. Yeah. I like her and what's the other one, Quinta? Mm-hmm. The little, the little one, the little short one. And then there was another one. Oh gosh, what was that baby's name? It'll come to me. That she had a uh, a web series, and it was about working with basically working with white people in the office setting. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, what was the name? Oh, because she ended up on an episode of um csi she was a guest star nice um and that's one of my favorite episodes she played a lady who had split personality disorder um stockholm syndrome and all this kind of stuff and she didn't realize that she had helped um a serial killer just like she locked and she played the hell out of that role Nice. Okay. So yeah, and that's one of my favorite episodes to watch. Oh, I can't find it. I have to look it up. But yeah, you gotta watch that show on Netflix with um, Allison Williams okay. and Logan. It's okay. It is wild. At the end, uh-huh. you'll be like, "What the hell, that girl?" Okay. Okay. Like, hey, you want to do a movie with Allison? Williams? No. Dude, <laughs> I know what's gonna happen to my character. Oh wow! You yeah. Mm, mm, mm. And I thought that was great casting in um, Get Out, though, because I don't know. Allison Williams is the whitest white girl. <laughs> she she is, and oh gosh, Get Out irritated me. But, yeah, know. I still don't understand it. I look <laughs> this guy, man. I watch his movies over and over, and I feel ignorant because I don't get it. 
What, like the premise of it or like the background whole thing? I get some of the themes, but it, it uh, what? Like his last <laughs> one he made, I don't get it. I just don't oh. get it. What, 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 what was, was it? the last one he made? Us. Us. I saw. I went and saw the movie twice, and mm-hmm. I, I kind of quite still don't get it. I don't get it all the way either. Um, I do appreciate the um, I appreciated the storyline though like it was a genuine horror film and it focused on us mm-hmm. literally but uh, and it was a believable plot to me now yeah my sister my younger sister mm-hmm. that she loves it I don't know if it was made for us yeah, I think it was made for the, and I'm really not trying to bring generations into it, but that whole millennial thing because we're Xennials. I saw Get Out, and I'm like, is this a Stanley Kubrick film going wrong? Because some of the shots he was using and mm-hmm. shot selection and mm-hmm. zooming in on these animal heads, I'm like, I didn't mind Get Out. It was I fell asleep on part of it though. Yeah, and I identified a lot with the best friend. Yeah, I identified a whole lot with the best friend. Like just get, just get the hell out. Just go. Oh man, we almost we got an hour and thirty nine minutes. So next topic, Mm -hmm. and I I, I've been waiting to hear your take on it. From Wakanda with love. Oh God, I hate that damn. Oh God! Naomi has recently. Watch oh black god Panther. that's how, <laughs> how oh my behind. god i can't believe that there's one black i found the one black Ooh. person who has not seen the black panther chad i got i got to put my i gotta put my laptop down okay so break this down your your, your feelings about black panther so it will forever and consistently okay. be broken <laughs> okay so i i'm not gonna put it all out there okay because there's so many things. So many things. Um. So I originally did not. I didn't want to jump into the whole um, bandwagon with Black with Black Panther mm-hmm. because I saw this thing socially where it was like Black folks was treating it, treating it like it was a real place with a real culture, and I'm like, okay, I'm seeing viewings hosted by sororities and fraternities and churches and all kinds of foolishness all over the internet and I'm like bruh it's a Marvel comic yeah people was preaching from from um <laughs> from from Black Panther they had a sermon on Black Panther oh, oh my these God. preachers that do these theme sermons like when Beyonce <laughs> dropped Lemonade your boy Jamal Bryant <laughs> did a whole he ain't my boy. but I ain't gonna lie though that sermon was kind of hot this dude no. can preach about anything at the drop no. of the no 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 again one day we gonna have a religious based conversation okay and you go, we we mm, okay but anyway get back okay, to Black so uh, my whole family went to go see it they didn't cosplay thank god um and they didn't do the whole extra but I swear to you, it's people in my family. My mama, my mother has seen it. I know 10, 12 times in the theater. She kept going back. 
right mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh god no 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 so after a little while i waited to see if certain people that i know mm-hmm. who think like me has seen it to get their vantage point and one of them is my uncle mm-hmm. and when my uncle said that he did not like the plot of the movie because of how they treated um the cousin mm-hmm. i was like okay let me go online and see what this basic plot is so i read a little bit and i was like you know what i can already tell this is gonna be on some bullshit i don't want to see it so for years when did it come out what did it, it it's been at least what a couple of years mm, um yeah yeah it's been at least a couple of years um and so why is it saying 2018 i could have swore if it came out 2018 it was like the beginning of 2018 very beginning had to be okay okay so i was bored up here one day yeah let me watch it this shit pissed me the hell off so again i'm gonna go i'm gonna come with the 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 positives Okay. okay positives yes it's based on a real superhero this should have been talked about black panther long time ago this was long overdue to introduce this character for real um the optics were gorgeous mm-hmm. costuming gorgeous mm-hmm. love the actors and the actresses all of that was absolutely gorgeous i hated the damn plot i hated how they treated the cousin i hated um how much it was like the lion king mm-hmm. it was basically the human version of the lion king when it started that. when it started and i saw that that panther mm-hmm. and the whole thing i was like oh shit yeah 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 it's like uh the king and then was betrayed by his mm-hmm. uncle slash nephew after uh after that a new king like the king is banished and then mm-hmm. returns with the help of his mm-hmm. lionesses mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was like, only Let's thing we see. need now is uh, a remix of Lizzo singing the circle of life. I can't. <laughs> you was you such a jackass. So <laughs> but I, and the plot, like I was telling you, D, it, it, it and yeah, I made a post on Facebook. Some of my last sisters was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe. Yes, I ain't like it. Um, I don't like how um I don't what's the kid well okay let me get the characters and names killmonger i don't like that name though he had another name like that's what they called him but his actual name in the movie was something else but i guess i'll just have to ro- roll with that so killmonger i don't like how he was characterized because he had a very good point mm-hmm. he had an extremely good point First of all, he was the rightful heir. If I understand the the um the lineage correctly, he was the son of the oldest son. So technically, his father should have been king. And when his father passed, it should have gone on to him. That didn't happen. T'Challa found out about that, and his officers knew. But when they displayed him before the court, they're gonna act like they ain't know. Mm-hmm. And he had proof. When he pulled that ring out, mama face fell. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Woo woo. Okay. Second of all, um, 
I didn't like how they made his character like overly angry. Yeah. As if he, you know, you can't have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they were characterizing those of us who are descendants of the diaspora in the same light. Yeah. We're the killmongers. We overall feel like they should have done more. Africans should have done more, but they didn't. And to put that on the big screen and to have that promoted and then in the end victory comes when the character that represents us kills himself out of foolishness and not being not being willing to listen it's like black folks were celebrating the fact that that was them and that's how Hollywood portrayed them right and then in other movies the villain don't die it's like he died exactly Loki don't die in Thor Mm-mm. that, that, that green fool he keep coming back he keep coming and that ain't even his real brother if I remember correctly yeah, what Loki adopted Marvel's killed the character just killed it killed him like and he was Black Panther he had the ring what you had to do that for yeah so no I, I'm I'm not a fan um I've been told there's another one coming out cool I'll probably do the same thing wait 18 months to two years to watch it and still be kind of pissed but kind of like you because you mentioned Storm like you know they have you know the cute girl that's in there now that's got T'Challa's eye Right. but I want to see when Storm coming in and I want to know what Storm gonna look like us chocolate girls winning so it don't need to be Halle Berry Halle Berry old enough to be Storm grandma it depends on if they you know if the studios I think they have consolidated the rights so they have the rights to to X-Men mm-hmm. and the Avengers and so they can use Storm oh, sometimes yeah, depending on if the, the studio team. has the right to the character they can't include them in the movie um, you know we had talked earlier I didn't like the fact that the Wakandans were kind of isolationist if it was real mm-hmm. and yeah. that they just sat there in their mm-hmm. little invisible shell while apartheid went on and they said mm-hmm. nothing. Sally Struthers had them kids trying to get aid. You is stupid. They, I know they saw it on Wakandan TV. Sally Struthers up there crying talking about we need food. And but then just, you gonna have people I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry. But yeah, but they then, just chilling. But go ahead. You gonna have people to try to well, you know, it starts off where they go out and they save this band of women and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But considering the power Wakanda had, they could have they could have been doing a whole lot more. And like I said, I pointed this out to you. And when when I did, you started laughing. They did the same damn thing white folks do. When, oh, let's go into their neighborhood and help them. What we gonna do? Build a damn community, community center. You gonna build a? You gonna tear down the buildings where your daddy killed your uncle? And build a community. And build a damn community center. Really? A community center? Yeah, I had my okay, issues boo-boo. too, because after all this technology out. they got, 
all it is, they fight rival these rival tribes with spears and machetes. With spears, yes, that was pretty bad. And then one thing I I didn't think about the later your boy from the mountain tribe. Yes, I like like an ape making (laughs) making Mm -hmm. the monkey sounds. I'm like, oh gosh. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I know they meant well. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of curious though, because you know, in in the divine nine circles, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was some comparisons. So they were, oh, you know, really? I've heard. Yes. So they you, were like he the the monkey tribe was the accused. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Wow. And you know which ones was was my soul rules. Oh, the uh, the warrior, the, warriors. the warrior, yeah. the queen was the AKA, even though Miss Angela Bassett is a Delta. Um, and uh, who's the, the alphas? I don't know who the alphas was supposed to be. I honestly think with between the imagery and the symbolism, you know, the alpha they got the whole gorilla thing going on, so it could have been a combination with the Q's and the alphas. Oh, but okay. um and the guys in blue sigmas especially them sigmas from down south who was the iotas <laughs> Go ahead, let me see i'm gonna be quiet because my cousin iota bless his heart really? but yes he he crossed that our university they're, they're still out there huh I, oh this was back in the 90s i don't oh, know what they're doing okay. now i was gonna say you remember, you remember when we went to school there was like one <laughs> It was one, and he was old as all get out, bless his heart. One and rocked one. it faithfully. He did. Every day you saw him, he had he for the paraphernalia. I mean, he had that brown jacket. <laughs> he had that brown jacket and them gold letters. Like, okay. Okay. I had to Google it. I held her. I thought it was like I'm, one of those business fraternities. Stop it. I respect them though. Cause yeah. I, I I when he when my cousin was talking about it and I went back to look and see. Mm-hmm. You know what that thing was about. I like the support of veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I mean, I like what they stand for. It's just I'm sure their numbers were were much bigger back when you had um, a lot of people coming back from Nam and going to school. Okay, but you don't have that too much, you know. And a lot, like I said, a lot of people don't even know like their founding purpose. So. Yeah, you, you know you got that one old uncle who's a a, a groove, groove I groove. And I mean, he is like straight up. He actually in his mind believes like groove is still the thing. Like it's still out there. Like he's, yeah, groove you see him I at groove homecoming, and, and you like I didn't even know there was this many grooves. You see him at homecoming, and with then the you groove. got what swing five swing, swing is the other five swing the grooves. And, mm-hmm. You see them old Ooh. pictures there in the cafeteria with a a, a, a chain, a ball chain. <laughs> like when they played for real. They yeah. in the calf with a ball and chain. <laughs> like, man, y'all players for real, for real. Oh, mercy. Mm-hmm. That is too funny. Yeah, they want nothing paper about them. They <laughs> A ball mm-hmm. and chained in the cab. Bless their hearts. I was like, you must really want it. You gotta really want it. But yeah, those are just some of the the, the things I didn't like about it. Um, and yeah. like I told you, like uh, with Kachala, everybody else, like all the women, 
had natural abilities and strengths, mm-hmm. but him, he had to drink a potion. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his suit, and he had that special suit, which was made by a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It really mm-hmm. did the black mm-hmm. man. They, they really, uh, Marginalizes, really. You know, I thought. I mean, they did the same thing in us. Yeah. The main character's husband. But yeah. see, that's why I like Watchmen. Honey. You just, that husband, Watchmen, yeah. girl, Angela's husband, Lord Calvin. Woo! Child. No, you wait, wait till you get to episode seven and eight. Calvin is the main episode. He, he's the main character of the whole thing. I adore. Get out of here. Watch me. I did. I keep haven't watching. even. I'm gonna have to keep watching. Maybe you it'll do. make sense to me because I'm sitting there like episode five, six really starts to make stuff make sense. But child, okay. seven, eight, it, it explains it all. It it ties everything together with a gorgeous bow and that. Look at husband, honey, Calvin, honey. You talking about full frontals and backles and three sixties? Oh yes. Oh, I'm glad oh, you yes. warned me. Oh yes, honey. Yes, Calvin. Calvin steals the show. So he went okay. Mr. Manhattan on us, honey. It's like there's a blue show on. <laughs> you closer to it than what you think, but okay. I'm gonna leave it at that. I was like, yes, honey. He did. Uh, child, when I tell you, you got an, like episode, that last episode that's up there now. I keep seeing that um, there's another episode that's supposed to drop tomorrow. So, um, and I don't know if eight was like the season, like mid finale or whatever, halfway mark, or if it's going to continue with season two. I don't know how this, how this is working out, but. Um, Baby, when I tell you, Watchmen, I love Watchmen. Ain't nothing about Watchmen, in my opinion, that need to be changed. Even down to that nosy ass FBI um, agent, old girl that played on Design of Women. Oh, that's where I know it from. Yep, yep. She was on this, and I loved her Design of Women. Okay, and she is perfect. Wow, you took me. Yes, yes, yes. She that Watchmen in my book, Watchmen gets an A plus plus plus. Oh, I guess we gotta talk about it. Man. You yes, really. I, and I ain't gonna say nothing else until you finish. Because okay. at I'm, least up through episode eight, I'm even willing to watch the next one with you. Because I, I said I think it's coming out tomorrow. Okay. We can watch it together. We can do a live watch party with that one. Okay, and I, I gotta find. But a no, you got you going to the game. That's you going right. to the game? Yeah, Panthers. We, we, we're gonna lose. <laughs> you are Seahawks. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know. This might be the last time we see Cam in a Carolina Panthers jersey, but that's mm-hmm. another topic. Yeah, I you know I don't follow anybody's football, basketball. Yeah, probably really. last time he'll be in Carolina, you know, seeing him play with Carolina, but. Mhm. Uh, Ooh. He might have. So the his, next one. Oh, I'm he sorry. Go he ahead. He may have a, a nice blouse on tomorrow. Mhm. What? 
so you know what Kim did in shop and ain't the men's I... section Lee Camelo oh gosh so episode 9 airs tomorrow 10 o'clock MST so mm-hmm. okay uh, and it's called See How They Fly so I'm definitely going to watch it now um, of course I'm HBO West but I have the app so I don't know if I'll be able to see it at 7 o'clock East Coast time mm-hmm. if I am I'm going to watch it in okay but yeah I absolutely adore Watchmen I'm, I'm, I'm vested I'm willing to pay for the subscription just so I can watch Watchmen that's better than me watching it bootleg. Not, not that I watch it bootleg. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. So did you see that article I sent you about J.P. Morgan Chase? Mm-hmm. I ain't surprised. Recordings of employees at uh, Arizona Chase Bank making discriminatory mm-hmm. remarks about potential clients. In one instance... A manager told a black employee not to help a black woman who received $372,000 in a wrongful mm-hmm. death settlement after her son mm-hmm. died. And the employee, the employee, employee Ricardo Peters, wanted to help her invest mm-hmm. the money. Mm-hmm. And then yep. he was told, you got somebody coming from Section 8. Never had a mm-hmm. nickel to spend. And now she's got $400,000. That's what his boss mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. And told him, "What do you think is going to happen to that money? It's gone." See. And then when he tried to make a case for him, his, his manager told him, "This is not money she respects. She respects. She, she didn't, didn't earn, earn it. it." Jeez. Mm-hmm. And then in another case, a former NFL player, Jimmy Kennedy, attempted to become mm-hmm. a private client with the bank. And this is mm-hmm. an elite classification that comes with uh, a, a number of perks. And so this guy mm-hmm. Kennedy has earned over three, 13 million over the course of his football career. But he couldn't even get that status. Mm-hmm. And when he asked of a mm. black banker, mm-hmm. he was suggested that his appearance would intimidate the other empl- bank employees. Mm-hmm. And I read and this that. is from the root. This is from the root. That's I want to give them root, credit. They, they were, uh, oh, you were getting ready to read from the root, but this was. Uh, yeah, this is the one you sent me. Yeah. I was and reading they, along. They were referring to a, the, it's a time. I think the time actually, the, the New York Times actually originated the story. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was cold. This woman, wrongful death of her son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't even I, make an exception. But are you surprised though? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's Arizona. Why? I don't know. Am I live I- out here. I live out here. I'm not surprised. See, this is my militancy coming out. Malcolm X said, "Look, I'm about to do a TI." Malcolm X said something to the effect of. He respected Southern whites more. Well, he respected Southern racist whites more than he respected Northern racist whites mm. because they let you know where you stood. 
Right. Okay. And I, I've always said the same thing. I like my races racist. Arizona. <clears throat> and mm. I do live out here. I can I live in Arizona, been out here uh 13, 14, 15 years almost. Right. They are more like your your north, at least in the Phoenix metro area. They're like your <laughs> northerners. They will smile in your face. And it's not just white whites, it's Hispanic whites too. They do you like that too? And can't say they're not white because they put down white for the census. They're mm-hmm. just white with Hispanic background. That's how they view themselves, honestly. So, um, but I can say between the two, white Hispanics will go to bat for you quicker yeah. than a white, white person. So I ain't surprised. Again, bank black. What's your boy name down there in Georgia? Killer Mike been saying this for how long? Yeah. Bank Black. It is scares me that the owner of a financial institution Which is careful. Is I mean and not even hiding it though. No. Where they gonna hide it? They have no reason to hide it. Total black employee. Why is this? And why every black person come from Section Eight? Did he know for a fact she came from Section Eight? Who knows? He, she don't know that. And that in itself, like it's, you got a person coming from Section Eight. Mm. Oh. Hmm. No, you okay? I just something's going on with my screen that I was not expecting. But yeah. Coming from Section Eight, never had a nickel to spend. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah. How you know that? How you know? But that? I'm not surprised. And I'm not surprised. And that's all she got for wrongful death for her son. Four hundred thousand. It could have been. I mean, it could have been after the lawyer fees and stuff. After the lawyer fees, okay. And that could have been. That's a whole nother story. How that's sad. Mm-hmm. But you know, again. A choice was made before we were born by mm. our parents' parents. They wanted integration and they wanted full-fledged integration. They didn't want what you see other people groups doing where, yeah, on a social level, yeah, you know, we can work in the same places. But there was the concerted effort to not build our own financial basis in this country and through the generations we are dependent on them so the BS they pulled should not be surprising at all I was this with, ain't gonna surprise me I was with a major uh, auto insurance carrier mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna say the name because I, I, I forget which one but I know it's one of the two mm-hmm. and I ended up getting a ton of money back. And when I was like, when I read what it was for, mm-hmm. they charged minorities mm-hmm. more for insurance than they did white people. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. got enough where they just applied it to my bill and I did not have to pay car insurance mm-hmm. for over a year. Yeah. That's how much they overcharged me. And, you know, that's probably on me for not checking. Mm-hmm. But had somebody somebody who did check had they not called them on it they mm-hmm. got my money 
And here's you talking to a person that ain't had a ticket really in over twenty years. Mm-hmm. And since I'm black, mm-hmm. I got and a male. More, yeah, and a male because mine. More, and I don't even have a ticket. Mm-mm. So I was like, that's. Mm. But that's the price we pay. Black they, tax. That's the black tax, and again, like I said, our parents' parents made the decision. Our parents fell for hook, line, and sinker. The ones who were the working adults just getting out in the world in the 70s and the 80s, they fell for a hook, line, and sinker, integrate, do your hair, so, you know, act, do your hair a certain way, slap them relaxes in your head, don't be as intimidating, keep, guys, keep your hair cut low, all of this stuff, instead of building a financial um foundation mm. think about the professional the, the professionals in my family the professionals in your family they could have easily started a family business and expanded and hired other ones of us so we wouldn't have to depend on them well you know Nicole you know these black folk don't trust each other and that's part of the design that's part of the program and going back to Black Panther that we don't trust we don't trust the ones who supposedly let us get captured and, and sent over here and they've been sitting over there in uh support and this is air quotes people I'm, I don't actually believe this mm-hmm. in total comfort X Y and Z because I know the brothers and sisters back on the continent have had it hard I I, I know that but it's this that distrust is built into the system mm-hmm so you know that's i'm not surprised at all but again we're in the same position as our parents is there going to be are are we going to start our own yeah anything i have a business that willie lynch syndrome Mm -hmm. i got a business Mm. i hire black folks at my business i hire all kinds but guess who gets priority? My family members that need work. <clears throat> mm. That's just what it is. Just you know, just so, uh, just not trusting but, each other. And I mean, if no. not, I don't know. We got we got to get over that. Yeah, we do. But that's that's what we are. That's where we are, babe. Because I um, I heard somebody talking about. Um, they were describing uh, mechanics and they were like you take your car to um, to a Hispanic person it's going to be cheap mm-hmm. and more likely than not they're going to fix it find a problem they're going to fix it mm-hmm. take your car to a white man he going to hmm. charge you a ton of money but he's going to mm-hmm. guarantee it and if something go wrong you can bring it back Mm-hmm. You take your car to a black person they're going to charge you a ton of money and it may or may not get fixed <laughs> mm-hmm. that's how I, <clears throat> I heard a black person describing that you know like mm-hmm. saying there you go we don't trust each other because we think automatically black people are going to charge you a lot of money and not even fix the problem and that thing is, is and that has been ingrained in us is social engineering it's in, it's in your TV shows it's in your radio it's in the music it's in the movies and 
I uh, and that's part of the reason why I separate myself from a lot of the programming. I read Toni Morrison years ago, well over 20 years ago. And there was a, um, I'm gonna see if I can find that clip, but there's a interview that she did or, um, and I forget the guy's name. I was just listening to her earlier this week. And she said that she didn't like the question that was posed. And the question that was posed to her had to do with a criticism of why she didn't include white people in her books. Mm-mm. And she was basically like, why do you think you have to be included? Why is the white gaze I saw that in required exactly? Like, why is that white gaze even required? And basically her explanation of it is how I've taken to approaching life. You know, I'm natural. I've been natural since you met me before you met me back before it was popular at all. I I did my big chop back in 97 in the South. You were so cute with the little, the little baby locks, the little pre-locks. Back in way before it was popular and so my whole thing was this mm. when people would tell me oh you're not gonna be able to get a job ain't no white folks gonna hire you looking like that or who gonna want to date you you ain't you know you this this that and the third mm-hmm. i don't give a damn what they think it doesn't matter because if the way god made me ain't good enough then i, I don't need it you know and so now it's this situation where I'm never, I've never. i always been able to get a job. Not an issue. The only people at any of the jobs that had anything to say about me and how I carry myself was other black people. Specifically women. But I've had black men attempt to criticize me. Had one tell me that, um, and I, this is when I was in administration. I'm not going to say what type of administration, but I was in administration. And he told me I should try to go for a Michelle Obama look. <laughs> Now, mind you, I love Michelle Obama, adore her, but I need to go for a Michelle Obama look. Now, you see me. Mm -hmm. At the time, my locks were down to my thigh, Mm -hmm. but I need to go for Michelle Obama look. I'm 4'11". I don't look like the first lady. The former my my first lady. I don't look like her at all, but I needed to go for that look. Okay, bro. Yeah. Mm. I Later, I met his, his kids. Like oh, oh! I noticed his kids. Uh huh. He now he was about he was a little bit talking to you. Kids mixed blonde hair, <laughs> and all I, I I was just cracking up like okay, boo boo. But you know, women, I expect it from women. But now everybody going natural and talking about it being a journey. I'm like, baby, it's your hair. It ain't no journey. But that's a whole other conversation. But yeah. I know, right? If it was hair, I gotta be a journey. It's it's what grows out your scalp. Now I get the I get the mental shift, mm-hmm. but like I get it up here I didn't experience that mental shift because um, I know I, I talk about my granddaddy a lot 
But something I appreciate that he insisted for all his girls that he raised and my granddaddy did raise me was that we had to be of a certain age before we were allowed to get a relaxer. So I was like 10 or 11 years old before I had a relaxer. So I, I'm familiar with my natural hair. I remember it. I remember, you know, pigtails and other stuff. I seen a so, picture of you with a perm. Shut up. <laughs> I put it on Facebook. That little, when I had the Halle Berry, I think everybody in the world had the Halle Berry cut. You or was it? Um, quintessential band girl. <laughs> I was. Oh, my high school band. Pic- I hate that picture. Oh, when I was in uniform, we were marching in the Christmas parade. I hate that picture. Oh. When I looked at you, I said, I figured one or two things. You don't even have to have your instrument. I said, she either played the flute or a woodwind. Yes, I played flute and piccolo. <laughs> I knew it because I was like, when I saw you, I was like, that's a quintessential band, girl. Yes, I played flute and piccolo. <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, I only had a relaxer. I got a relaxer around 10, 11. Mm-hmm. Big chop at 18. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And now, I can't imagine you without. I guess because I never really knew you with anything else. Exactly. My, so I, I, it's, it's like yeah. Your hair is like you, like having a, it's like somebody having a gap too, like gaps in their teeth. That's part of who they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my so, baby's the same way. Yeah. I mean, she she's only had natural hair and locks. She don't know nothing else. I showed her a picture of some of my. She calls it flat hair, mm-hmm. and it would oh, be so boy. cute. Like, mommy, oh gosh, ooh, you got flat hair. Well, okay, like, and mommy, you were <laughs> just for me, girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, <try>. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, she didn't grow up back east, so she didn't have that pressure. To look a certain way, you know how southern us southern oh, girls yeah. get that hot comb, boy. Oh, I hated that damn. You know, hot remember ball. the smell of the house the <sighs> Sunday? I hated it. And to this day, I, I still remember the sound of of the little that rollers, that little that, that sizzle, and the rollers whenever mm-hmm. uh, they pulled out of that that little oven. What was the I'm going to tell you how mean my mama was. She made me keep that damn pink roller right here. Oh, till man. we was about to march down the aisle at church. I would have my choir robe on and that darn pink roller right here. And she would pull it out at the last minute and keep the tur- curl tight on my forehead. I hated it. Hated Grandma that damn used to tell them beauty hurts, baby. Oh, <laughs> I got you. I got your beauty hurts. But so no, glad. my cousins. I was so glad I was a boy. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> when my aunt curling, um, when your I'm aunt, gonna we'll, I'm gonna edit yeah, we gonna when have my, to edit. <laughs> when my aunt and her daughters had long, thick hair, mm-hmm. long, thick hair. Mm-hmm. When it come time to do them, and she locked them, put them down between her legs, made them sit on the floor. She mm-hmm. locked them legs around them and brought oh. that comb out, and they would cry bloody murder. Mm. Lord, you. we would I look at them. Like, mm-hmm. I remember them days. They were tender headed. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Right, but so I'm bad. so proud though, because none of my cousins have relaxers. None of my girl cousins. I'm the oldest. And again, 
I was the I'm the militant. They called me the little militant one. I got an aunt that calls me nickname. I'm not gonna say it because people be able to figure out my name, <laughs> but my nickname militant. I, I love the natural shea butter girls, but they love white guys. I get mad, je <laughs> mad jealous. Now don't act like that. Right, no, no, no. Every white man, every white man has yes. a cute. Yes. Natural head. I was like, oh my God. Because they appreciate it. And you like, they compliment it. What did I tell you? Go where you're appreciated, boo boo. Go where you appreciate it. Tyrone over here got two tons of fun. And Chad over here got a chocolate. Just look like because, a fine brownie. Because Tyrone, Tyrone don't want the cute little chocolate girls with the natural. Tyrone want the ghetto chick with five different types of weave in her head, and it's probably uh light bright. That's what Tyrone want. Tyrone too busy calling uh girls like me nappy headed hoes or bed winches. Oh. So it is what it is, honey. It is what it is, honey. I be a bit. I bet you Chaz credit score is better. But yeah, boy, I'm Chaz be having fine ones. Like, oh, gone it. That's what it is. Oh, I have. When I was dating, now, Grant, my husband's extremely black. He the black and black as it come. He's darker than me. But um, he was honestly. I'm gonna say probably about three people other than him that were actually black that appreciated what I had to offer. Mm. The rest of them mm -mm, wouldn't look my way. Wow. Wouldn't look my way. Nice. And you know, and I, when I was younger, when we were living back south, I have a rule against dating white southern men. I'm not gonna do it. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> so I get that. I ain't doing that. Wow. If you from somewhere else or if you're not American, I might consider it if I was single. But I'm not dating an American Southern man, white Southern man. Child, please, no. Especially in the, you know, in our generation, 80s and 90s, mm -hmm. 80s babies or late 70s babies. Right. I ain't doing that. Uh uh. But yeah. Wow. Well, last topic because we almost said two hours and we almost said you got a lot I of editing. A lot of editing to try to. Last topic, and this is just okay. gonna be real quick. Your boy Kanye, man, he crazy as hell. He crazy. He, he need. They need to talk to him. This dude, what it is? He's he's my age, roughly. So mm -hmm. Kanye's forty two years old. This man has been having a midlife crisis for the last two years, and it ain't getting better. No. And uh, he's with, he, you know, he's doing services with Osteen. He was down there in Atlanta with your boy, uh, Jamal Bryant. And, mm -hmm. you know, can you imagine, Kanye may, what if he starts a church? You know, if he starts a church, Kim Kardashian is the first lady. Let that sink in. Do you, She's going to be someone's first lady. She's going to be wearing a hat almost as wide as her hips to church. Do you really want my opinion on this, or do you want I really my? I want uh, your opinion on it. It ain't no different than most of the other churches out there, yeah, so why not? <laughs> Look, and I want you to church pee. Fault. Yes, it is. 
It is not I want the church's fault. Yes, it is. The church, yes, it is. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's the fact that anybody can just sprout up and say, it's not the church's fault. It ain't the church. Yes, it's it just is. the Negroes in it. It's, it's the church's fault. The church has left the standard. Ooh. The church has left the standard decades ago. The church has left the standard. Yes. The church has left the standard of scripture back in the early 90s. You didn't bring out a well-worn Bible. Oh, honey. Like when I tell you, when I tell you, we going to have a deep discussion on scripture. And when we do, you gonna understand either you're gonna do one or two things you're gonna not ask me anything church scripture related ever again or we're gonna have a lot of conversations about this people like where's your I'm bible i'm you. like my bible's on my ipad no no Mm-mm. some about them pages i look at look look yeah i know you done got it sticky tapes and highlighted different cup look and i it, it's red is this is my i never picked you as a bethel woman honey a cutter lady you know how you was describing your father to me that time yeah Mm-hmm. that's you right here on this couch he in the sunroom every morning crack of dawn in the script me is in the yep mm-hmm some days I get scared. One day I'm gonna go in there, and the Lord gonna take him just like that. In the word, hey, if, if what better way to be taken? Man, ain't no better way to be taken. I so hope I'm yeah, in the word when he come for me, <laughs> it's so that would be a good sign. That would be a good hymn. But yeah, I, I was uh, in the word when he came for me. <laughs> I am one who is of the opinion that the standard was left a long time ago. Uh-huh. And that um, the church is reaping what she has sown, mm. and so you know mm. the Kanye's of the world. There were there have been many Kanye's. Mm-hmm. There have been lots of Kanye's. The only difference between Kanye and these these other fly by night, um. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, I'm trying to I'm trying to say it without being super too much. Um these flesh driven supposed preachers. Well they're preachers, it's just they're not preaching from the word. They're not preaching from this and they're not teaching it. So the church is reaping what it's so. I it is what it is. Wow. And the question is, what is the church? The church if it's a 501c3 whose church are you are you the government's church or are you the church that he prescribed you to be because they are two totally different animals you said a 503c 5013c and i think that when they did that that was oh my gosh that was genius it was genius that was genius because martin luther king and and the civil rights movement all of that in the church in the church mm-hmm. and then when they did that you know mm-hmm. because i tell you what the only place black people could come together mm-hmm. was in was the church in the, church. the mm-hmm. movement all of that stuff in the church was in the church and then but when because they came out with that, yes genius. 
and they had and they, that gave them jurisdiction to what was said how it was said that church uh, in Birmingham that Martin Luther King would preach from the pulpit was bugged the people at the church knew it was bugged by the CIA they used to mess with them and 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 they would preach false inf- you know false gathering information to throw the CFI the CIA agents off I just think about how just genius it was how you came up with legislation where it 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 helped churches with you know it's like we tax breaks it helped, it helped their churches right it, all of it was meant to keep people in the churches so they kept running to the churches in order to keep people in the churches you have to give them an incentive into and when i say churches i'm talking about the physical mm-hmm. building coming to every week to be told the same six or seven slave lectures or sermons that were approved six, seven slave lectures. have you ever heard of have you ever heard of the slave bible and the approved slave um sermons Mm, Have you no. ever heard of them? No, you just dropped. Oh. You, you drop something. Deep oh, they you. got them. There's a slave. There is a slave Bible. It is in a museum in France. I believe it's in France. I have to look for the exact location. But what they did is they they cut around scripture to for the slave to make it seem as though the slavery was awesome. This was God's will. So you you can just imagine what stories they highlighted, right? You remember the the, the story in Exodus where, where Moses goes up on the mountain to get the commandments? Yes. And he got to leave somebody in charge. He left his brother. He left Aaron, Aaron in charge. Mm-hmm. And then when he prolonged coming mm-hmm. down from the mountain, the people were like, hey, Moses brought us out of Egypt. And he start, they started complaining. Mm-hmm. And they told Aaron, make us an idol. Mm-hmm. And Aaron, well, I always say Aaron was like the preachers today. He was an ineffective leader. Oh, yeah. Back in the early 90s. Yeah, and G. Patterson was I love way. Patterson. Uh, Fred Price. Yeah. Mother Francis. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember BET would play G. Patterson late at night? I'll be asleep on the couch and I hear that voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the standard, the standard has been put down. And um, you know, I, it was sad. I had some, I had some church was, in my apartment. Just, I, 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 if, if that if he was had a church in Durham, mm-hmm. that would be yeah. my home church. If he, I would be there. I I was a G Patterson fan. I would have been there. I would have been right there, and, but yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, I didn't grow up Kojic. I respect Kojic. Kojic. I deeply respect Kojic and Apostolic because they don't play. Yeah, Apostolic but, don't play. Some of my people, the Apostolics, were. I would probably fit in with Apostolic, honestly. You, no, you as far as my belief on them lots, though. You have to cover well, that up. You have to. They can, well, you know what? I mean, what do you know? I do wear. I cover my hair a lot. Mm-hmm. And I do cover my hair when I fast and praying. I would have an issue though. That's right. They do it every time they go into church, mm-hmm. right? No, in real life too, right? Like out and about. They're, oh, they're the ones that wear them little hats all the time. Uh huh. Mm, I might have to take that off every so often. They will be mad at me. But um, yeah. 
But hold on, they are, they don't wear makeup or uh, no makeup, earrings no earrings, no nah, tattoos, dude. no nothing. I'm already that. I'm zero for three. Okay. My my cousins and them are hardcore <laughs> apostolics. Really? Do they cut their hair? I went. I went. Yeah, they cut their hair. I went to church with them, right? So I stayed out partying that Saturday. I drive way down to where they live to go to the apostolic church. I get there it's like nine o'clock. I walked through the door. They gave me a pillow. I said a pillow. What the hell is a pillow for? For praying. You're right. One hour prayer. When I say yes. it was a one hour, it was yes. one hour. Yes. A full the mothers, hour. And then and the mothers whenever, was leaving too, won't they? Whenever they ran out of stuff to pray for, they mm-hmm. just went Jesus, 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 yes. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Tearing in that spirit, child. I don't agree with how they do it. The preacher got three people to stand up to read scripture. Like he mm-hmm. get ready to preach. He had three people stand up. 30, 40, 30 to 45 minutes passed and the st- he was still on the same dude reading scripture. Yeah. He preached for a solid one hour about 45 minutes. Yep. Testimony, yeah. service, devotional. We didn't get out of church about four o'clock. Mm-hmm. And see, I grew up Church of Christ, Disciples of Christ. Mm-hmm. So, um, and being in that area of this, of, you know, where I, where we're from, um, it was a lot of apostolic and Pentecostal influence. So mm-hmm. we weren't quite like that. But when there were uh when we had prayer meeting on Wednesday, we didn't have no pillows. But the mother had us down there praying. Mm. We were still down there praying. I, I I fell asleep once and got pinched. I ain't do it no more. I ain't fall asleep no more after that. So I get it. And so after four o'clock, we go to eat. Now, I love eating at the Appstar Trade. I'm some cooking women. <laughs> Chicken is on point. I was about to say, they probably had all that ham and Ooh. pork. pork all that up bird in was it. so good. That bird was so good. I swear I knew it in a former life. Mm, mm, that was mm. some good bird. You that, so chicken, that chicken would have been proud to gave his life. For that chicken boy, that thing was golden brown and more. I can't, I can't stand. So I'm in there eating <laughs> with my cousins and stuff, and I noticed uh-huh. where all the men at. There's only women and children. I'm in here eating. I only see women and children. So I get time for me to go. I said, "Well, I want to say bye to my cousins, my male cousins." Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh, they eating there." I turn mm-hmm. the corner, I go in that room. All the men eat. In a second. And I was like, what in the why in the world? Separate. Because we used to wash feet and the women were on one side and men were on the other. It was so funny after I got married. Um, me and my husband, we went to church and mm-hmm. uh our elder was picking at us because my church was the um the bishop's church. Mm-hmm. And um and so he grew up Amy's eyes, so he didn't know mm-hmm. anything about. Well, he was introduced to it with me, but mm-hmm. he thought that since we were married, that he would be able to wash my feet. Mm-hmm. So Bishop from the pulpit go, uh, brother, you know, said his name. I know she cute. I know she love you. You want to touch on them toes a little bit, but we gonna need you to go over here on the brother side. So yeah. wash feet. 
and he ended up washing my granddaddy's feet. It was funny. <laughs> they was they were picking at him. That is hilarious. Were... But yeah, we um Yeah. Uh, there's a preacher. He's 47. He's down mm-hmm. in Alexander. Did you see that on Facebook? He, uh, he, I watch him and he can preach too. This dude, man. Uh, what was his name? Reverend Howard John Wesley. And he Howard preaches at the, his, yeah, the historic Alfred Street Baptist Church in Alexandria, Virginia. And uh-huh. so recently, he decided that after about 5,000 sermons and been the pastor there since yeah that's him that dude can mm-hmm. preach okay after 30 years of preaching he's taking a sabbatical okay he said that he feels so distant from God mm-hmm. and he confessed that he's tired he said I'm not burnt he said I'm tired mm-hmm. he said but I'm not exhausted he said exhausted is right before burnt out but mm-hmm. he needs to take a sabbatical okay and I thought that was interesting, but that dude can preach, and uh, mm-hmm. that that he he the sermon he preached was called Selah. I want to say Selah. The yes, Selah means to rest. To rest, and he mm-hmm. preached that sermon. And boy, if that didn't come, that was that day. I had a man. I had it rough at work. I almost this person called in, and I almost risked it all and just. I almost told him where to go. Was that the way? That was the that was when you were telling me you were there by yourself. And I was there by calling. myself, and that phone would not stop ringing. <laughs> and I, you know, I felt they kind of did me a little wrong and leave me there. <laughs> and I was about, I almost flipped out for real. Mm-mm, and I think you. in Slack they were trying to tell me something. And I was like, um. That's all well and good. Thanks for the information. I told him mm-hmm. in Slack. I type. I am going home to lay down in complete darkness and think about my life and the decisions that I've made to get to this point. To this point. I signed out. I put do not disturb. I went home and I laid down. I didn't go to work the next day. And on that second day, I think I heard this dude preach Selah. Uh-huh. And I said, I'm staying home another day. I got to mm-hmm. take I, I was like man that word was on time I was like I got to take another day because I almost gave this woman in business I was like you know what a 13 year career is going to be capped off right here because I'm about to tell this woman to go but then mm-hmm. I looked now and it was 5 minutes after 5 and I was like if I tell her this I technically got fired on my day off I'm just like Craig I got fired on my day off
You have just listened to the So Glitch Podcast with your hosts, Dion and Naomi. Subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. This podcast is sponsored by Who's Your Daddy? The one-hour paternity testing center. Before you go on Maury Povich, give us a call. With several locations in Durham and Fayetteville, North Carolina. Wanda's Wigs and Weaves Emporium. If you're into Crayola-colored wigs and weaves and caterpillar eyelashes, let us serve all your needs. Ray Ray's Tax Revenue and Fish Market. Come get a free flounder dinner and two sides with every W-2 you file with us. We file it and fillet it. Frying Nemo Soul Food and Sushi Fusion. Stop by and try our mac and cheese egg rolls, colored green spring rolls, and hoghead cheese shashami. 10% discount to listeners of the Soul Glitch Podcast. That's this week's episode of the Soul Glitch Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thanks for listening.